live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studio. This is the Ramsey Show. It's where we help you win in your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. I'm Ken Coleman with the extreme privilege to be sitting alongside the one, the only, the fabulous Rachel Cruz, my colleague, friend of years. Thank you, Good to Ken. see you, Rachel. Kenneth Coleman. Come up. Hey, oh, she's the only person in the building that calls me Kenneth. Kenneth. Uh, that I will allow, by Just the way. Just feels right. From you, it does. Great to be with you here Good on to be Friday. with you as well. Uh, we had it. We have we already had a fantastic first hour. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Amarillo, Texas. Alan is waiting for us there. Alan, how can we help? Hey, guys. It's a pleasure to talk to you. You bet. So... I hear all the time, <laughs> don't finance a rental property. So I have been diligently saving and I'm about ready to, I think, pull the trigger on getting a rental. The problem is I would like to hear you guys' opinion on how to like structure setting out myself for success when it comes to, you know, doing this as a business. So how much money have you guys saved? I, um, about a hundred and seventy thousand. Mm-hmm. And what are you looking at buying? That's that's why I'm calling. Uh-huh. <laughs> actually, all right. So, I, I was going to see sort of do y'all recommend something like multifamily or single family, something that you know multifamilies are cheaper but harder to sell from what I have noticed online. You know how do you how do you recommend taking next steps as opposed to uh you know, for the structuring of the deal as opposed to just the financing side? Yeah, I mean, I think it's I think it's a great question. And, and real estate is something that, you know, we talk about a lot on this show is just another avenue to building wealth. And I know yeah. the, you know, one of the best ways that you're going to just make money in general, Alan, because we look at real estate specifically, I should say we, within the Ramsey family, the way that I've seen it always kind of, the, the viewpoint on it is that it is it is a long-term play that you're not going to you know you're not going to be getting rich off of the rentals that you're getting every month it really is a it's an equity play uh it's even a play to say hey we're going to keep this for decades and even pass it on you know maybe to my kids you know so like there's Absolutely. it's a long-term play is that what you're kind of is that your mindset or is this is it more hey I want to get into something flip it, maybe make some money on it, but I'm going to do it with cash. Cause there's two ways to do it. Not, you know, neither one's right or wrong. I'm just curious what your mindset is. Well, my mindset is I want to buy something that I can get into and I plan on holding for a long time. Now, whether that's turnkey ready for somebody to move in or I need to fix it up because yep. I personally like doing that kind of work myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be the, that would be the play, but Things like, should I set up an LLC for a property? Should I just do this under my name? Like, what do you guys recommend on that front? Well, before we get into that piece, uh, do you have any debt? I do not. Okay. No. And do you have, do you have, the, do you have three to six Ramsey months? I've been a listener for okay, gotcha. 20 years. What so baby I, step are you I, on? I got through college without debt. I guess, uh, well... I guess that'd be four, five, and six. Good. Okay. Um, I'm kind of a, a mix, I guess. Because is your primary I, is home paid off, Alan? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. I bought it as a as a wow really cheap house and 
Yeah. So what does what does one seventy get you in Amarillo, assuming that you're paying cash, right? Um, you're starting to get into a market that is good three two property, not in the best neighborhoods, but some that are you know decent, respectable. You could get a duplex in a fine area. Uh, they're going to be smaller and usually need work. Um, mm-hmm. You can you're starting to really break into the market at that point. Okay. Yeah. Now what? Now here's what I'm curious about. Where do we go? What's the next level? W- when does it get you into a much better investment? Meaning it's not a sketchy area. It's not entry level. Is it two fifty? Is it two seventy five? Give me give me. Yeah, a, I'd say it's around two fifty. All right, so you're not that far away from that. How much do you make a year? Um, my wife and I make about one thirty combined. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you, Alan. Yeah. So like the LLC, I think is, is, is a smart play, especially if you're going to have multiple properties in the next few years. If you guys, if you guys, you know, look at it and say, Hey, we want, we want this to become part of our wealth building strategy. Uh, then at that mm-hmm. point, you know, that's, yeah, I think that's a great option. Very easy to do low lift. Um, but I would say the two best things to remember, Alan, is when you're buying property, you make the most money when you buy, meaning if there's anyway, which I know the market right now is just crazy. But sometimes with those types of properties that, you know, I mean, if there is foreclosure, short sale, any way that you can get a deal, which I know is very hard right now in the market that we're in, but that's going to be your most, that's going to fast forward your jumpstart in this equity process to get as much equity as you can at the buy. And I know, know Dave's rule of thumb with investment was always, I think it's around like trying to get it at 70% of value and you having cash is going to be a really that you're going to that's a great negotiating tactic that you're going to have uh to be able just to pay for it that you're not to go through financing and everything and that's going to look really appealing so again any any possible way you can get the deal and then you know i mean my husband and i when we our very first one we got at a, as, a, as a short sale back 10 years ago and it was a little yeah uh condo and it was nasty and we went in and got new light fixtures cleaned it up we rented it for a few years and then we ended up selling it to help cash flow the build of our primary home um and what it went up you know in just a few years was was great it was awesome and so we we sold so just it's kind of that moving at the speed of cash but the best the best thing that you can do is get a deal on the front end alan and then yeah if you can see hey i can get a better deal on something that i know i can fix up and you're able to put some money into it uh, rent it out, making sure that your tenants doing background checks. I mean, yeah, go through that process so that the renters you have are as quality that you can get um, is really important just to make it as less of a headache. But also know, Alan, that you're you're starting a, a side business in a sense. I mean, the the myth that real estate is just passive income is anything but. And so you do want to make sure that it's going to be worth your time and effort of what the average rent's going to bring in versus how much hassle is going to go in. I mean, you want to really kind of play out these scenarios because it's real life. They're going to be calling you, mm-hmm. you know, at 11 o'clock on a Friday night because, you know, something broke or whatever it is, right? So uh, taking all of that into consideration, I just want you to go in with uh, not a uh, Pollyanna view, which I feel like some people do sometimes when it comes to real I, estate. I, yeah, and I, I think he's very disciplined. So, Alan, I'm not hanging this on you, but I don't want you to get so excited to get there you've saved 170 
and I know you can get something, I'd rather you save a little bit more and get something that's 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 a much better bet. If and you that's good, yeah. And and, and you know? to look at your ROI, you know, what are you going to yeah. get for rent and and all of that? So there's a there's that math play as well to look at, Alan. But I think it's a great, and I think. I mean, real estate, I think, is an, is another great avenue. Ten seconds or less. Of building wealth. Five seconds. Oh, duplex, gosh. yes or no? You like duplexes? Yeah, it's fine. For, 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 a, for, a starter, for a starter rental. There yeah, it is. I'm not mad at it. There it is. She's not mad at it. I don't know. I got I got judgment problems. I need to get right with duplexes. I don't know what my problem is. I'll work on it on the commercial break. We'll be right back. This is The Ramsey Show. Are you working the baby steps? One of the smartest and most impactful changes you can make is to ditch your cash value life insurance plan, if you have one, and replace it with a term life policy. Listen, the only thing a cash value policy is good for is overcharging you for the life insurance and then paying you a crappy rate of return on your overpayment. Stop wasting your money and really focus on getting out of debt and growing your savings. For over 25 years, I've trusted and used Xander Insurance to find the best rates on term life insurance from the top rated companies. They keep the whole thing simple. You can apply online or over the phone and they even have low cost plans that don't require an exam. Go to Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. Even if you don't have a cash value policy, if you're one of the 70% of people who have no life insurance or not enough, it's even more important to get this done. 800-356-4282 or Xander.com. Welcome back to The Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by Rachel Cruz, and we are here for you this hour, America. What are your money questions Maybe get some work-related questions that could have some money ties to it, relationship issues around money, any of those questions. We're here for you, 888-825-5225. Let's go to St. Louis, Missouri. Timothy is there. Timothy, how can we help? How's it going? Good. How are you, sir? Not too bad. Um, my question was career-related. Um, right now, I make $50,000 a year, and I am... My wife is pregnant. She's due in March. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. We've, we've been married since last March, so it was a pretty quick turnaround. Uh-oh. <laughs> First um, baby on the way. Some changes yeah. happening in your Woo! life, Timothy. Oh, yeah. Um, so my current job gives me a three-month paid paternity leave. Um, however, uh, I know the vice president of another company, and it's a, it's a totally different type of company than what I'm doing right now, but it has the potential to pay ten to fifteen thousand dollars more a year than what I make now. But there's no paternity leave. I would just have to take my vacation days as my paternity leave. So I'm kind of my wife and I are kind of debating the pros and cons. We're on baby step number two. Mm-hmm. Let me ask. Uh, when if you were to take this new job and you're going to make 10 to 15 more is that right out of the gate is that down the line um i think if i play my cards right i would be able to make 10,000 more out of the gate um it's a sales job and mm-hmm. that would just be my salary and then okay uh, oh. commission on top of that um but my commission wouldn't be my commission rate wouldn't be as good as it could be right off the bat. Sure, of course. But what's the long-term play? Let's say that they had all of the uh, paternity leave that your current job has. Would you be jumping at this new opportunity for the long term? 
Right. Yeah, probably. I mean, my current boss has kind of outlined a career path as well. It would just take probably a couple years to get to like 70000 a year. Um, if you took the so, new job and you use vacation, how much paternity time would you, how much time would you take off? I would probably take a month off. I think I could get, I could, I could get that. How are you going to get a month? How are you going to get a month's vacation in a brand new job? They would just. Um, I think I. I mean, I may only be able to get two weeks, but I think I could. All right. Just, just how much? Just because I have an in with the vice president, um, and I know a few people who work there, and they they seem really interested. So, what if you came home and told your wife, "Hey, uh, I'm only going to take a week off." How would she handle that? Probably not well. <laughs> the well, three months is nice. The three months is nice, and I and we've been door. I've been door dashing quite a bit, so that's Timothy. Kind how, of much, the plan how much? How right much? How much debt do you guys have left? So we. I just read total money makeover last month, okay. and com- complete paradigm shift. We paid off fifteen hundred since last month. Wow! Great uh, job. I, yeah. Um, Baby step one was already pretty much taken care of just for my savings. Um, so we owe 2000 left on credit cards. I, I plan on having that taken care of pretty quickly. We do have a car, 20000 on the car. I have 23000 in student loans. And then the home is 121000 Okay. Um, okay, so what I would suggest... Uh, Timothy, I would take the new job because okay. you're going to be getting a ma- massive pay increase, which is phenomenal. I mean, ten thousand more off the bat is going with, with is better long help. term too. Yep, better long term. Um, we teach people that when you are actually when you're expecting a baby or a big life change coming up, and this would be for somebody that's about to move for a job or you know there's a big shift happening, a medical something medical is coming up, and that you can foresee. We will say pause the baby steps. So I actually still want you working. The same intensity that you're working, but I want you guys just piling cash. Stay current on all of your debt, but I want you to pile up cash until after March when your wife comes home, baby comes home, everyone is good. You're going to press play, and I would hope by that time uh, you're going to be able to pay off, you'll pay off the credit card immediately. Uh, Hopefully, majority of the car loan you'll pay off immediately. Uh, And yeah, you'll start working back down the debt snowball. Yeah. Okay. But Timothy, I mean, I'll I'll be honest. I think you know, um, and as a mom with three, um, you guys are not in a in a financial situation. You haven't set yourselves up in a financial situation yeah. where you can just, you know, take off a significant time of work. I think I think spending some time home is is a is a gift, right? Especially as a new parent, there's a lot to do. So maybe yeah, a week week and a half at that point but timothy i would i would i would still be plugging into that sales job and be making these calls um because i'm telling you when you are able to get this debt paid off as quickly as possible you're actually gonna you're gonna be a much you're gonna have more margin i think to be able to spend time with family take off when you want i mean like uh, um and i'm being very uh compassionate towards your wife because i know that feeling but i mean Again, it's a big debate. This whole thing, and oh, I think and I'm I, holding yeah. my tongue. And right I know now. you are, Ken, and I'm probably a little bit more on the moderate side of that debate than you are. So we can have that because here's the deal. This is I, ridiculous. I, no, I think 
I think there is something about the family unit that is really important and having. Wait a second. When you, I got three kids. I love my family. I know you. I do. didn't take. But you do three days that, off when my kids were born. You didn't take three days. Maybe three. Maybe. Oh. It's called. Listen, he doesn't have the margin. He doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Timothy well, doesn't. Did I did I mention that it's paid at my current work? It's not just time off. It is paid. I am. I know, but we've told you. Okay, but okay. we've yeah, told you yeah. to take the new gig. I know. I know. I, I, I agree with Rachel. There. I would, but I will tell you this. I'm going to bring. I'm going to shock Rachel right now. <laughs> if your wife thinks that I'm a raving lunatic with my position, which is possible, then you got to choose marriage and your wife. And, sure. and maybe you stay in the current job where you get your paid three months. Happy wife, happy life. I'm not in any way capitulating here. I'm, I'm just saying this may be a real thing here. And I don't want to sound like I have some fun with my position on this. I'll get back to that in a moment. But I want to be I want to be practical to say to my if, I, if, if you're my friend and I want you to be my friend, Timothy, and we're hanging out in my back porch. I'm going, where's your wife at on this? And you can always yeah. get another make, sales yeah, job. That's right. That's right. Make and, the decision right, right, together. And maybe yes. talk to that VP. If he's your friend, I go, hey, I want this job with you. Are you willing to wait until I take my three months? And, yeah, and, and that's then another, I, another option. Yeah. I know. So I'm trying to be fair, right, but, right. but I will tell you, Rachel's right. She's so much nicer than me, but she's absolutely right that you shouldn't be taking a month off right now. You need to be working, man, to get this debt right. and everything under control. It, <laughs> I'm I'm having fun with the fact that this this is a paternity thing that didn't exist when my kids were born, and I just think dudes go out, freaking kill something, drag back, take the feedings at night, help your wife, serve your wife like I did. I mean, yes. I took two a.m. feedings while starting a radio show. Yeah. Okay, I did it. Yes. I'm putting my money where my mouth is, 100%. and everybody who knows me at Ramsey knows I'm a family guy. Yes, I go yes. home. Yes, but I think it's ridiculous that we would choose. To stay home for months at a time over furthering our career, furthering our ability to provide for the very family that you want to be with. And I'm not saying that towards my friend Timothy. I'm saying sure. in general, yep. I think it's a bit much. The wife, a working mom, yeah. Yeah. I've, I'm for more time. Sure. But totally. the dad... Totally. I know, I know. That's all my, so I don't want to put Here's, it... You no. know what I'm saying? Oh, totally, totally. Working women deserve more benefits. But dudes, you're the dad. It's going to be okay. Right. I hear you. I just know Jeez. when you look back, though, and you look back of hundreds of years, though, no, of just the way the family was run. It was an, you know, we, everyone was, it was an agricultural type setting. The family worked together. They did everything together. There's something about the yeah. family unit that is so separate And while now, the mom was nursing the baby, dad was hate. out picking the pumpkins. Well, mom's got her strapped on her back and she's still working back then. I mean. Yeah, so, she had the baby on her back. I know. But yeah. I'm just saying that family unit is. But it is so leave. crucial. Oh my God. Jeez. It's nice to have the help. Toughen up, America. This is the Ramsey Show. Welcome back to the Ramsey Show. I'm Ken Coleman. I'm joined by my colleague, Rachel Cruz. The phone number to jump in is 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. All right, let's go to Carol, who's joining us in what sounds like a lovely place, Mountain Home, Arkansas. That sounds like a great place to be. Carol, you're on the Ramsey Show. Hi, thanks for taking my call. You bet. So what do you do when life keeps getting in the way of you getting to baby step one? Oh, no. Man. 
Tell us what's been what happening. What kind of life, Carol? Well, my 14-year-old car with 300,000 miles up and gave up the ghost in February. <laughs> yeah. That's hysterical. Yeah. Traitorous vehicle. Anyway, I, I spent all my money on getting uh, just a car to get me around and got that done. Got my credit card paid off in June. Now the car... I'm going to have $1,800 worth of work done on it next week, and I have $500 in my emergency fund. Do I take my $500 and put it towards the $1,800 work and put $1,300 on the dreaded credit card, or do I continue to save up my till I get to $1,000, make the minimum payment on the credit card, and and start paying it off that way? I, I don't know what to do. Yeah, how much do you make a year, Carol? Um, fifteen thousand three hundred. I'm retired on Social Security. Okay, how old are you? Sixty-five. Sixty-five, fifty-five. What'd you say? Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Okay, sixty-five years old. Um, and you have no, uh, no money to your name, no retirement. Of course not. It was always going to happen next year. Yep. Mm. Yep. I hear and that. next year, I yeah. When I finally woke up, it, I was fifty-five, and you know what's the point? Well, Carol, before mm-hmm. we keep going on the numbers here, just real quick, are you able to work? No, um, I've got congestive heart failure. Mm. Um, I broke a or a crushed a vertebrae in my back, so I can stand up about twenty minutes at a time. Oh my gosh! And, uh, yeah, no, I'm. I'm an old lady. No, can I tell you something? You don't sound 65. No, and for you don't. all the stuff going on with you, you've got some spunk and and I think uh that needs to be called out. You mm-hmm. you don't sound like you're, you know, uh wasting I, I away. Ne- I never smoked. That's why I can sound like this. <laughs> That's fantastic. You, no cigs for Carol, Rachel. No, nope, never yeah. never have. All right, good for you. Um Okay, so Carol, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest, the numbers are tough when you're just living off social security to be able to kind of gain some traction here. Well, let me, but I, $1,275 a month. I did took your advice and I mean, I have the strictest, I maybe put away if I don't buy a pop at McDonald's once a month, so I can probably put by $350 into an emergency fund. I don't have a car payment and I don't have a house payment. Okay. And I have about $1,500 in in debt. $1,500 and that's on what? I have two medical bills and a medical bill in collections. Okay. And I pay $100 a month on those three. Okay. So we got a car issue. We got $1,500 in debt and that's it? Yeah. Okay. Um, here's what I would envision, Carol, this may be a little bit of a challenge for you, but, but the truth is with you just collecting social security and living off of, you know, of that, there's not going to be big swings in your budget because the income side is just really not there. Um, so I'm wondering, Carol, for one year, for one year, is there something you can do during the day to make money from home. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a, um, a virtual assistant. 
Um, I, I don't know. There's there's many different options, but I just wonder, Carol. Maybe a customer service job. Yep. If there's the and, and again, I've, and I know you're 65, but I want I want you to be able to be bringing in more than fifteen thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I, I would have to buy a computer or a laptop. I don't have either one. Uh, do you have you have your what are you calling us on a cell phone or homeland a cell phone okay well i think you can find an old used macbook off facebook marketplace or something you know finding something so i think having don't assume that carol a level of technology you may be surprised i don't want her to assume that she's gonna have to buy a computer they may depending on if you get a customer service role or something like that they may provide something yeah just be open-minded is what we're saying here but you've got to bring in some income yeah i mean that's kind of the bottom line carol is i think you know it it would be amazing what you could do working even 30 hours a week uh making 20 22 an hour how significantly these numbers start to drop because the good the other great thing is 1500 bucks and a, you know a car issue can be fixed rather quickly by just bringing in some income um and so i think that would be the biggest thing for you but as far as your car how much how much could you sell it for could i sell it for yeah how much is it worth i don't know i just got it in february it was a 90 it's a 99 yeah. grand cherokee with 80,000 miles. It had 80,000 miles on it when I bought it. Okay. Yeah, I would so be I, I would be curious and obviously it's broken so you'd have to like factor in the medical but I, or I'm sorry the the repairs. But I wonder if you would be able to to somehow yeah, if it's worth, you know, how much did you how much did you buy it for back in 3, February? 3500. 3500. Okay. Yeah, I mean I'm wondering Carol honestly if you could so, I mean, I just wonder, putting 1800 into a $3,500 car feels like you're just kind of spinning your wheels at that point. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I you could look to see, you know, yeah, is there is there another option out there? Could you could you sell it? I mean, I, 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 I can't in good faith tell you to go and fix your car on a credit card. You know, we're never going to tell you to go into debt. Right. So, no, no, I, I know. And that's, I guess, the the main question is do i continue to take money out of my emergency fund empty my my emergency phone when something comes up or do i put everything on a credit card till i get my thousand and then start whittling no. away the credit card yeah, yeah no, no no you're taking it out of your emergency fund you're cash flowing as much as possible that's why it's there in case of an emergency so instead of continuing to go deeper in credit card debt use the cash that's there and i wonder too if there's something carol even with the current card to go get a second opinion and i wonder if you can you know find something that it's not going to be a long-term fix mm-hmm. but something to at least get you to and from you know the yeah. store or what you need around town mm-hmm. uh for 500 bucks and then hopefully you're possibly getting a getting a job here in the next month and you're going to be bringing in some more to, to buff up that emergency fund back at $1,000. But staying current, you know, on that medical, on those medical bills is key. But I would, I would cut up the credit card. I wouldn't even let that be yeah. an option. And then when that's not even an option, that's when other op- options start to come into play where you have to realize, okay, if I don't, if I can't charge it on a credit card, what do I do? Yeah. I'm going to have to get a second opinion. I'm going to have to look to see, is there a cheaper way to fix this car? Yeah. Um, or and Carol, I, I just want to know what kind of community you have in Mountain Home, Arkansas. Are you a part of a church community, or do you have friends and, and people around you? Because you're a you're an awesome lady, I can just tell. And this is what community is for. Someone might have a car that they're not using, an extra car that you could use for a while. I mean, 
I want you to have the courage to say, I need help. And I know that's not easy. What's your situation there as it relates to community? Um, actually, I'm pretty much a loner, and I don't have any mm. friends here. I, my best friend's in, my only friend is in uh, Tampa, Florida. And um, I just pretty much hang by myself. I don't go to church. I don't have mm. any community groups. I just... Carol, I think... Retired. Carol, <laughs> I retired listen. here. I, I really think the time is now for you to, to get some community and get out and meet yep. some people and, and, and Quality look of for life is big. good people that will help you right now. You can't do this on your own. Um, and you've got some tough situations here. So I really want to challenge you in that area. But Rachel gave you great advice. Please don't go into more debt. That's only going to make the situation worse. So... Um, hang on the line. I want to get you a free session with one of our financial coaches. That's our gift to you. They can walk through the details with you. Hang on the line. This is The Ramsey Show. Talking with you about your life, specifically your money, your work, and your relationships. This is The Ramsey Show. The phone number to jump in on that conversation is 888 825 225. I'm Ken Coleman, joined by the incomparable, fabulously looking fall today. Got her fall style rocking today. If you're watching the Ramsey show, uh, the audience is loving it. You're getting comments. You're going with the sleeveless sweater. Once the kids go back to school, it's like fall. You just go ahead and break out the fall yeah, clothes. Yeah, summer's over. And I'm with you. We're, we're here in fall. That's I what it feels like. I can't get to sweater weather fast enough. That's a personal conviction. <laughs> sweater weather. Sweater weather. Hey, if you're enjoying the show, we would love for you to help us by sharing the show. However you're watching, wherever you're watching, subscribing and sharing helps us get this message of financial peace, taking control of your life out to a lot of people. And this is fun, Rachel. Um, our fearless leader, James Childs, uh, saw us in the hallway here during our last break, and this is really fun. Uh, just three of the many, many reviews we get that uh, we're asking you to do for us. Uh, we've got one from New Zealand. I listen to the show every single day while farming here in New Zealand. This is exciting. So good. I got to call my mom and tell her that I'm a huge deal finally. I've made it. Uh, I am now global. I, you know, I'm not, uh, who's that guy? Who's the bald global? He calls himself the global. Who is that? Pitbull. I'm no Pitbull <laughs> global superstar, but uh, I am I am on in New Zealand right now. Somewhere a guy is herding sheep and listening to my voice. It's very exciting. And then we got one from the UK, which is my personal favorite. If I was going to to leave America, you go to I would I would become Jolly British. Old chap. Give I me your do say, old chap. Give me your yeah, best. Yeah, yeah. I love I love the Brits. They're very nice. I love riding the tube. You know? Oh, look at you're such a local. I am. Listen I rode you. the tube everywhere. And uh then we've got one from Paris. And uh so that's nice too. So we are all around the world. That's what's so fun about this youtube and podcast stuff it's crazy the world is truly flat so choose paris london which one uh i've never been to paris oh you haven't no i'm uh-uh. very surprised by this i know nope maybe winston's saving it for a big anniversary yeah who how knows? many years you guys at uh 14 oh uh, maybe so maybe the old 15 maybe the old 15 maybe yeah. the 25 we'll see okay uh, i think you would like paris you know why everybody sits on the sidewalk at these cafes I know, with eats. the chairs facing the street. Which is fantastic. It's a very European thing. It's a people watching extravaganza. Wonderful. And I'm, I love it. Wonderful. Because I'm a people watcher. Oh, we. It's fun for me, <laughs> you know. A lot of fun people watching in Paris. So there you go. You got to oh. save up your money. 
Got to go debt-free, folks, to remember that. So, all right, let's get to the phones. Boise, Idaho is where Eric joins us. Eric, how can we help? Rachel, Ken, happy Friday to you. Yes, sir, it uh, is. How's your Friday? Uh, it's doing wonderful. Good. Um, so late last year, I moved to Baby Step 6, and I've been paying extra on my mortgage debt. Um, and I've been able to knock five years off the back end so far. Got about 225 to go. Um, I think it's pretty aggressive, but possible I can pay it off in the next five years. But it's a new stage for me in the financial journey. So I was hoping you could help me learn how to frame my thinking about other big expenses while trying to pay off the house. Now, fortunately, I don't have any immediate needs, but I'd say there's a pretty high probability my car is going to die before the mortgage is gone. Uh-oh. Oh, my gosh, um, Eric. What? And my thinking is like, you know, if I set aside money for a car, the mortgage hangs around longer. But if I don't do that, then I'm going to have to dip into my emergency fund. And wait, did, wait, what did you say is going to die? Like wait, sorry. His car's going to die. Your car. Oh, I. Th- oh, my gosh. Oh, dear. I don't even want to know what you thought he said. I thought, I thought, it was a, I thought you said a, like it was a, yeah, so, someone in your family. I don't even want to say it because it's just oh, a no, don't, no, no. don't so say it. When no. Ken said, and then Ken said, and then Ken said, "Oh no!" And I was like, oh "Gee, gosh, Ken, you're a little insensitive." Yeah, no, oh, he's talking about his be car. A heavy call. Okay, okay. What's the car? Ooh, I'm so sorry. We got to give Rachel out. a chance to breathe. What's the car? Oh, it's all it, it's a uh, 2011. It's an old Chrysler 200. Oh okay. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's got so many miles on it. The odometer stopped like six months ago. But, <laughs> um, Dude, would you have any money to buy a car right now? Buy a new car, Eric. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I, I, I do, um, and that's what I'm trying to figure out in balancing, right? Because to me, like I have an emergency fund, right? On the steps, like baby step six, I'm throwing everything I can at sure. the house, which has been really fun. Um, to see like all the time coming off the back end of it. But I also, I, I, I know I'm probably going to need a car and I'll get something conservative, like, you know, for my income. Um, but I, I guess it doesn't seem like buying a car is a reason to go into your emergency fund. It's like, not, it's not, it's not, it's not yeah. because, like, your car's going to die. You know that the day you buy it. You know what I mean? Do you have no so, cash outside of your emergency fund? Uh, well, I mean, like retirement accounts. I have a, no, I say cash. So if you look account. at your monthly budget, um, do you have any kind of margin over the next two or three months where you could change your budget up, cash flow, buying another car? Because you said it's going to be conservative anyway. So what's that number? You're going to buy a $10,000 car, 12000 What is it? So I've looked, and I think it's under 20000 Okay. All right. So do you have any other cash outside of your emergency fund that you could put towards If you that? just paid the mortgage of what's owed, not extra on it, right. just the oh, mortgage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been throwing thousands at the mortgage every month. Okay. So what's the margin that you could save uh, up each month towards a new car? 2500 bucks. All right. So five, six months from now? You know, you're getting closer and closer to that, what, twelve, fifteen thousand dollars. How much range? did you sell yours for, you think? Uh, not much. Uh, <laughs> the, the odometer yeah, doesn't even fair. work. Okay, that's that fair. sounds a little that's sketchy. Fair. Who's that's, gonna buy that car? That's fair. I actually I'd like to see the Facebook listing for that one. <laughs> I don't know how many miles it has on it. 
<laughs> yeah, and I guess it's a mental thing for me. I know, like, it's just if I set that money aside because it's not an imminent need, like, I want to be responsible and be prepared when the time does come that the car is no longer functional and I've put enough money in it to make it last this long. Like I'm at that point where no more money makes sense. You know, it's yeah. just the blue book. So, so Eric, the way we look at baby steps one through three is that you are intense. This is like the game on scorched earth. Like we're just, we're, we're doing everything, any extra penny we can get in the budget. It's going to pay off debt. It's going to an emergency fund. And that that's really where we're focused and then once you're on baby steps four through seven, which is where you are four through six, then at that point it's intentional, which means you can kind of step off the gas a little bit, breathe, have some margin in your budget to enjoy a vacation, save up for a new car, all of it. So again, yeah, saving up to buy a new car will, yeah, delay you months on paying off the house. But again, we're not trying to be intense at the house. It's just anything extra that we have we're going to start putting towards that. So I understand your excitement, but I do want to give you permission to enjoy your life. Like you can, you can <laughs> pause and save up. Do you, are, do you have a family, Eric? Uh, I've never been blessed with children, but I have the world's greatest wife. Oh, oh wonderful. Nice what does answer. she say about all this? What, what's her take? Um, well, I think we're, we're on board. Like we have these conversations together. Yeah. Um, and this is, this is great a great place to be for us financially compared yeah. to five, ten years ago. Sure. But it's just new, so it's kind of like, well, we, Eric, we're not sure. Eric, I got you. While Rachel was giving you fabulous advice, I was researching used cars for sale under 20000 in Boise, Idaho. You ready? I got a 2009 Honda Accord EXL, 127,000 miles, $9,800. All right, you don't like that? It's white? Yeah, okay, all right, I'll get you. How about a, a gunmetal? color 2016 nissan altima 79,000 miles 13,500 uh uh got a 2014 mazda uh 116,000 miles 12.9 i'm telling i'm all over it eric dude you got the money well, i like white and gun metal gray so you what so it is okay to so i basically need to like stop a little bit of my insanity eric yes, eric yes, you're not insane you're disciplined but it's time but it's to too buy intense. a car you're, you're too yes slow down a little bit get yourself a good car go on a nice trip with your wife it's okay you enjoy some of this life while you're still yeah. intentional about paying off the house we love you, Eric. You're going to be job, okay, Eric. buddy. Get Doing you a great. car. Rachel Cruz, good hour. Thank you, America. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey, it's Rachel Cruz. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.